Hey everyone. How many times have your friends recommended a vitamin or a treatment or some natural health awesomeness that changed their life? Probably a lot. Blue Hive Health was designed to take that friendship to the next level. On this podcast, Giovanna and Stephanie will spend time debunking myths and introducing you to the latest in health and wellness treatments, all to support you and your family. Welcome to the Blue Hive HealthCast. Let's dive in. Hey, everyone. Welcome back to another Blue Hive HealthCast. I'm one of your co-hosts, Giovanna, and I'm really excited about this episode. I know I probably say that at the beginning of every episode, but that's just because I love what I do. (laughs) And I love geeking out on this information. But today we're talking with one of my friends and colleagues. She's also a Blue Hive Health practitioner, Sarah. And we're diving into the topic of homeopathy and homeopathic medicine. Now, many of you listening have probably used Arnica or at least heard of Arnica, among other things. There are also homeopathic remedies you can find at almost any drugstore um, for acute little things like earaches and tummy aches and um, you know colds and flus, etc. And I'm sure many of you have heard that. But what a lot of people don't realize is how deep and how healing this remedy or this medicine rather can be. And homeopathic remedies, the medicines, and that's what we call them as remedies, can be so, so deep. So a little bit about homeopathy. It is well over 250 uh, years old. It was founded or discovered by a doctor. And it wants to focus not only on your physical symptoms, but on your mental, emotional well-being. Now, what does that mean? You're going to hear Sarah and I talk about a lot of examples in this podcast, and we're going to talk about how, you know, your headache might not need the same remedy as the headache of the person next to you, but you can both take Advil and get rid of the headache. But if you have chronic headaches and you each need a different remedy, what does that mean? Well, it means that you're each presenting with a different state of being, and that state of being is not just about your physical state. It's about how you are mentally handling your situation, your illness, your life how emotionally you're being impacted by things, and ultimately what your perception of the world is. And that's how we treat in homeopathy with homeopathic medicine. And so it has been around for uh, a long time and used. And the hiccup with homeopathy is that we don't yet have the scientific tools to be able to measure how energy medicine or frequency medicine can actually work on and shift the human being. We we just don't have those instruments yet. And so this is why homeopathy often gets swept under the rug or gets swept into quackery or just fakeness um, because we can't prove it. Now, in clinical experience, we can totally prove it, right? We have tons of anecdotal evidence um, of befores and afters and, and ways that we have proven how this medicine truly does work and help. But yet we can't see it under a microscope yet. And so it's unfortunate. We're getting there. Hopefully we're getting there and scientific improvements are going to come about to really prove how energy medicine does work. But for now, for today, we're going to dive into some clinical experience, some personal experience, and really talk to you about what the depth of this medicine is and what it could do for you. So I really hope you enjoy this episode. I know I loved recording it. You can find out more about Sarah by going to www.bluehivehealth.com after the episode, of course. And I hope you guys enjoy it. Let us know what you think. 
Hey, Sarah, welcome to the HealthCast. Hi, thanks for having me. (laughs) I'm excited to have you, obviously, because we're friends and colleagues and you're a practitioner of Blue Hive. Um, But because you studied along with me and some of our friends, one of my favorite forms of medicine. And I, I say medicine, although some people might not consider homeopathy a medicine, but it truly is a medicine. And I wanted to have you on the show today to dive deeper into what this can really do for people. Um, we've all heard of Arnica, or at least most of us listening, right? We know Arnica helps with bruises and scrapes and, you know, it's widely sold everywhere. And, you know, some of us may even have tried cold and flu remedies to quite, you know, for, with some success. Um, and yet still the, the regular, you know, lay person doesn't know how much homeopathy can really do for them. Right. So, I wanted to dive into this conversation with you and really start to look at what you're seeing with your patients, talk about a little bit of our personal stories and kind of take it from there. Like what, what has been your experience using homeopathy beyond, you know, the physical symptoms, right? Beyond the cuts and scrapes or the flus or the asthma or whatever you have it. Um, yeah, I mean, for myself as a, like a personal experience, I, I always use this, uh, this story, although it might sound very basic and funny, but, uh, um, I, I, I bring that up because this is, so before I jump into the story, let's talk about what is health and what is disease, right? Yes. Um, let's go there. So health, basically health is um and based on the experience that i've seen and based on homeopathic principle health is to be able to be free you know freedom of being stuck from from a state you know like um anger or jealousy or grief or trauma any kind of state that keeps us stuck in a place and you know stops us from being able to move around whether it's our mind our body our emotions so that's uh, you know freedom of movement and freedom of being able to see things from a different aspect and having an open mind and open heart that's what health is and disease usually is and i'm not talking about disease only in a physiological way but like as a holistic way disease is when we're, we're when we're stuck in a in a place and so going now back to the story i i started i was introduced to homeopathy uh back in 2007 and i was around 40 and i i had a <laughs> so it's just funny because i had i have a really curly hair and uh for all of my life, like 40 years of my life, I was under this um, impression that my hair is ugly and I can't let anybody see me with my natural state of hair, <laughs> which is a curly hair. And I used to like go through straightening it and blow drying it. It was just like it was actually imprisoning. That's wow. how it felt. This is before I met you because I've always known you with curly. This is before you met me. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So it was this feeling of, you know, now that I think back about it, it's like I've, 
I was imprisoning myself under this false perception that, you know, part of my body is ugly and the world can't see me like that. And it was after, I think, second or third homeopathic consult that I had with my homeopath. And we talked about a lot of things, which I'm going to get into. Um, I took I took a dose of remedy and believe it or not, within a week, um, I came out of shower and I was like, okay, now I got to straighten my hair. And I just went and looked at myself in the mirror. I'm like, you know what? Today, I'm just going to walk out of my house <laughs> <laughs> and I'm just going to let, let it be. And it, it, you know, I can't right now, I can't even picture myself having that look you know being me neither it's just it's just that wasn't me but that was that was a false perception of me that I had of me that oh I'm ugly and I can't let the world see me like that and it just I made peace with it I made peace with the fact that this is a natural way that I was born and I love it and I see that with a lot of a lot of the clients you know they come in for example with with chronic headache or migraine for example and, and then you, you dive into it with them. You talk about the experience of that migraine and when it started. And nine out of 10, unless they had a concussion or something due to an accident, nine out of 10, they go back to where it started from. And there was usually something happening in their life that impacted them emotionally or mentally. And then everything started physically manifesting in their body, let's say headache or migraine or chronic fatigue. And then the, the other thing that happens with homeopathy and homeopathic medicine, as you call it, because what is medicine? Medicine is what heals you, right? It could be a touch. It could be a story that you hear. It could be uh, the space that you're in that allows you to express yourself. This is all considered medicine. It doesn't mm. have to be in form of a pill. And, and this is, yeah, it is controversial because <laughs> conventional medicine or modern medicine cannot still wrap their head around it. They're still long way behind. <laughs> and, and although conventional medicine, modern medicine has saved many lives and it has a really, really important place. But when it comes to looking at a human being as a multidimensional spiritual being that is here on this realm to evolve and become a better, you know, uh, better version of itself. Um, that's where it, it falls short. So in the practice, when people come in, we have, as you know, we have an intake form that asks these questions about, you know, tell us about your chief complaint and then it gets into, you know, what stresses you, what, you know, all your, it asks all these mental and emotional questions because everything is connected. So homeopathy looks as a, looks at a human being as a multidimensional being, not just a physical body. Beautifully all, said. Because everything is, everything is connected, you know, our soul, spirit, body, mind, emotions, they're all connected with each other. It's like a web, right? And so that's that's how that's how it works. 
Beautiful. What I love about your example, Sarah, is that, you know, going back with the hair is it sounds so simple and it could even sound so trivial to somebody listening going, oh, great, you took a remedy and you stopped straightening your hair, like big whoop do you do But actually the implications of your example run really deep because as you said, there was a level of stuckness around the perception of who it was okay for you to be and around how it was okay for you to show up in the world. And that is how deep these energetic medicines run, is they shift you at the deepest core level of how you perceive yourself and your world. And suddenly, you don't have to be embarrassed of your natural curly hair anymore. You don't have to flat iron. I mean, you can choose to if you want to, but you move into more flexibility, which is the definition of health, right? If if illness is being stuck in a state, then naturally health is to be able to ebb and flow in and out of states without getting stuck. So I wanted to point that out for the audience because it is a beautiful, simple example, but it has really, really deep implications of how powerful this medicine is. So I love that. Thank you. And, you know, we kind of dove right into the deep end. Let's back up a little bit for people that are listening and saying, okay, this all sounds great, ladies. <laughs> what the hell is homeopathic medicine? Like, what, what is it? Like, how does it work? Like, how's it made? And I, you know, I'm going to preface this for everyone listening. Science has yet to um, create tools that can prove what we see clinically. And what that means is clinically, we see massive results and improvements with our patients. And yet there isn't enough um, scientific methodology to be able to be able to explain how it works. And so therefore it gets swept under the rug as another quackery. But let's talk a little bit about what are the remedies and roughly how do they work so that the audience can kind of get a, an understanding? Well, homeopathic remedies uh, have been uh, taken from all the elements in nature, you know, plants, minerals, animals, but they're not just a substance, you know, they're the energetic frequency of that substance that matches the energetic frequency of the individual at the specific time. For example, uh, let's go back to the, uh, you know, you mentioned Arnica, right? Um, Arnica is, is, everybody knows, is good for cuts and bruises. Um, it helps, you know, it's like our first aid remedy in, in accidents. But our Arnica for, is, Arnica as a homeopathic remedy is not just the plant, it's the energetic essence, the frequency of that plant. That's what, you know, homeopathic remedies are. That's how they're made. And I can go into how they are made and how, you know, go into the uh, process of making it, but I don't think we have time right now. But I'm going to give you a really good example of this very simple arnica that we use for, um, you know, um, first aid for bruises uh, in a mental state of a person that I've actually witnessed myself. Um, I was walking with somebody um, on a trail and something happened uh, on that trail. And this person suddenly went into a state of shock and she couldn't breathe. She was 
like she, she couldn't, you know, catch her breath and she was in a state of shock. And I happened to just have a bottle, like I used when I go hiking, I always have a bottle of Arnica with me just in case, you know, I fall or twist my ankle. So I gave her right away a dose of a two pellets of this, of this homeopathic remedy, Arnica. And within about, and this is a person that, you know, usually, I, I think before that she didn't have homeopathic remedies before. So within about five minutes, she just calmed down and she's like, what the hell was this? You know? <laughs> what did you give me? <laughs> and and so, so basically homeopathic remedies, going back to your question, they're taken from uh, nature, everything in the nature, plants, minerals, animals. It's the frequency, if the energetic frequency. So at that moment, this person went into this state, this, this place of being shocked. So at that moment, this arnica matched her state, matched her frequency, and, and basically triggered her, her vital force to calm down and realize that, okay, it's all good. I'm just, you know, I'm... I'm just looking at things now differently. Everything is good. Everything is calm. So, so that's that's what homeopathic remedies are. And um, you know, going into how they are made. I mean, I can get into it if we have time. I don't think the time will allow us. Um, so <laughs> it's a it's a big process. But just for the, yeah, for people listening, I mean, though they're probably wondering, well, how? Like, how do you take a substance and get it down to its like? energetic, you know, form. And for basically for people listening, it's through a series of dilutions and uh, potentization, right? Or, or what we call in homeopathy, succussions yeah. um, that actually get to the electromagnetic signature of whatever the plant animal mineral substance is. So when you, <clears throat> so basically when you, when you shake the remedy or succuss it, you release the kinetic energy of, of that substance. Yes. And so, and that's how it resonates. And so the principle of homeopathy is if a substance uh, can create symptoms in a healthy individual, for example, let's take the example of what we use normally to give us an example, onion. Okay. When you're cutting or peeling an onion, you start experiencing symptoms like runny nose, itchy eyes, you might sneeze. Um, so if, if we give that homeopathic version of onion to a person that, you know, has those symptoms. Seasonal without, allergies. Seasonal or cold. allergies yep. or cold. That homeopathic remedy, the energetic, so it's the energetic frequency of that homeopathic remedy onion that will, uh, um, you know, help the person with those symptoms. Yeah. So, so that's how it works. You know, I use that example a lot because it's a really nice, clean example of how basically introducing, um, sometimes I even use a tuning fork example, right? <laughs> like if you have, um, two vibrational frequencies, that are vibrating very close, if not identical to each other, they cancel each other out. Exactly. Um, and that's uh, how homeopathy works. And so your homeopathic intake is very detailed and it's longer than you would sit with maybe like, you know, having a functional medicine appointment or a naturopathic doctor appointment. It's longer because you are actually trying to understand 
and elicit from the patient what their energetic state is, what their perceptions of the world is, you know, what stresses them out? Why does it stress them out? Because we know, you know, even if like you use the example earlier, like somebody came in with a headache, no two patients, three or four or five that all have a headache present with the same kind of headache and it's all triggered by something different. And so homeopathy is very individualized to the person, not just their headache, but all of their mental emotional state, including the stresses that are happening in their lives, because that also impacts the physical body. Exactly. It's and and, and as going back to your example that you said, if if there's three or four or five people come in with a headache, they will each get a different homeopathic remedy. And that's how individual individualized this this medicine is, because each of them, as you mentioned, experience that headache different from the other person. And so that's why we say homeopathy is very individualized uh, form of medicine. Another thing that happens when you're taking the person's case in the intake, a couple of things happen and it's just fascinating to witness that. The person comes in and let's say they haven't experienced homeopathy. I mean, they've tried everything else and they're like, okay, well, I might as well try this. (laughs) So they come in. That's usually how it happens. (laughs) That's how it happens, right? (laughs) And they come in and what we do as homeopaths, first of all, we, we, we create a really safe space for them. And so they, they, they come in and they sit there and they, and we ask them, we encourage them to start talking. It can go on for a couple of hours. You know, the first intake usually is about two hours. Um, in In that session, as a person is talking and as we ask questions to take them deeper and deeper, they suddenly start realizing. So I've had patients that, you know, we started from, let's say, the headache and we went into something that was triggering them emotionally and something that happened in their childhood and something that happened with their relationship, they, as they're talking, they look at me and they're like, oh my God, I see the pattern now. (laughs) You know, it's just in the (laughs) intake, in, you know, in the room, in the intake, they suddenly realize how this one headache you know, is connected to something else and something else that happened in the past or something that's happening right now with their, you know, with their um, mental and emotional state. And then that whole realization is half the work, you know, they just... Yeah, even before you give the remedy, right? It's it's the power of the therapeutic connection, yeah. And I I give you another really good example. I had a a few years ago, I had a child, uh, a girl, I think it was like seven-year-old or eight-year-old that came in with her mom and I think she was diagnosed with ADHD. And so she came in, she sat down and she started talking, brilliant little girl. And so her mom initially told me, you know, she's like, doesn't do her homework, can't sit still. And, you know, all the typical, uh, typical symptoms of what is presented as ADHD. Mm-hmm. So as she was talking and as I was asking questions and, you know, she was just opening up and giving me this beautiful um, 
images, you know, these visions and images of her state and how she felt and her dreams and everything else that she was experiencing, this like seven-year-old girl. And then, so when usually I don't give the homeopathic remedy right away because as you know, we have to spend another few hours, you know, analyzing That's the right. case and finding a few remedies and that different differential diagnosis. So I told the mom, I said, you know, um, I will have a remedy within the next few days and uh, I will call you. And then when they went home, the mother sent me a message and she said, I don't know what happened. <laughs> But as we were walking home, this, my girl was smiling and she, she looked so happy and she actually came home and she sat down and did her homework without me asking her to do any of it. And you hadn't prescribed yet. I hadn't prescribed yet. And this is true. This is like, this is my personal experience with this, with this girl. And that's just so beautiful because what happens is this, this girl never had the chance to express what was happening within Mm. her right and then suddenly right away she was you know labeled as adhd and doctors want to prescribe this and that and the mother said no i want to try something different i'm curious to know what happened sarah after because this is a great example of how the um and we we learned this i think in first year talking about the therapeutic connection and how that basically starts to already have a, you know, medicinal or a therapeutic effect before the remedy is prescribed. But it's also how some critics of homeopathy say, oh, well, it's just placebo because, you know, you're just talking to them and have a therapy session and that's why they feel better. So maybe with this case, like talk to us about how it, the case furthered, right? Because that whole therapeutic benefit is going to last a day, maybe two, three, because she feels heard. Yeah. How did it progress once you did prescribe? So before before I, I tell you what happened after was you mentioned this placebo effect, right? And unfortunately, this this whole placebo effect has, you know, the way that people look at it, they look at it as something is something that's fake. Right. That is it's actually real. wonderful. <laughs> but what is placebo effect? Let's just get into that. Placebo effect is the power of mind. And that's what Yes. You know, we have forgotten about a power of mind. People, you know, these these monks and people who meditate and, you know, have a really good grasp of the nature of mind, they can heal so many things. You know, the Tibetan Buddhist uh, uh, physicians, they work with your mind more than they work with, you know, with the substances. So that's just, I want to mention that placebo effect is not something that is wrong, you know? Right. It's it's, so. It's actually proof that your mind is more powerful than your biology. Exactly. And, you know, if we can all go and read Bruce Lipton's uh, uh, biology Biology of belief. Yep. And, um, but yeah, so going back to the, to the, to the patient, I saw her, I think in total about, uh, five times. And unfortunately, um, school, you know, forced, not forced, but kind of convinced, uh, convinced her mom to, to get her the medication. And that's, that was just the unfortunate part that, and, and I, when that happens, we cannot interfere, right? It's people's decisions. But the interesting thing is the girl 
wanted to come back for the for the follow-ups. So I think in the in the course of about six to eight months, I saw her about five or six times, and her mom was saying she's much better. I mean, she was much more open. She was much more relaxed. She wasn't fidgeting anymore. But she was when she was in the room, she was talking to me and she was like expressing her experiences. And I think I um, gave her the remedy maybe about. Um, three more times, like a read because we don't always redose. We don't always give the remedy again. Sometimes if the remedy is still acting or working in the system, we, we tell them, let's just wait and see what happens. And, uh, and, and then I, I, then I moved to, <laughs> I moved to like, this was in Toronto back in uh, 2011 before. 2012. Oh, and then you moved away. Yeah. Then I moved away. Um, but I, I could see the improvement in like, even her eyes, you know, and um, so was the decision, sorry, Sarah, to go mm -hmm. on medication for the mom, is it because they weren't, because I know oftentimes like we're not seeing it fast enough or the, you know, the teachers are still saying stuff or like, what it's, was the decision? It was, it was the decision was, um, I see that she, you're helping her, but the school wants me and I, I have to keep her in school. And my, the teachers are basically saying that. Um, this is a diagnosis and she needs to be on this medication. And, you know, I'm going to do this for a period of time, but I want to do it in combination with homeopathy. So, I mean, I rather, I rather have that than just not doing homeopathy and just going on, you know, for sure. Um, so I, what's I interesting to me there is the school was demanding <laughs> this, like not her doctor. No, because I think they have these, uh, what do you call it, nurses or people who come to the school and, you know, um, assess the kids and then they talk to the mother and the teacher. It's It was a combination of... of that's a know, whole other podcast, Sarah. We're not going to... I'm not going to go into that right now because that's like a whole other, like, oof, that's going to wind me up in a different direction because that's that's interesting, right? It's like... The school is demanding it. I had a lot of, when I was in practice, I was in practice uh, for eight years. I had a clinical practice. And the last yeah. four of those years, I think I was practicing homeopathy fully. Um, and I worked with a lot of kids. And it was a very similar scenario, right, where the school or the the teachers are complaining about the child's behavior. Yeah. Um, and it's just what, even sometimes I had kids that were already on ADD medication that wasn't working for them. So yeah, it's just kind of an interesting thing to look at, right? But a lot of parents, you know, they want to do both, which is fine. Yeah, um, yeah. But had she waited a little bit longer, you probably would have seen more fuller results, right? Fuller results. But that's 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 the thing, right? We have to take what we can. And um, again, like our position is not to, you know, my position at least is not to to tell the client, oh, you can't take the... Right. Um, we can't intervene you know, that way. We can't intervene. I mean, people have their own choices. They make their own choices. But at the same time, it was heartwarming for me that to know that that this this lady wanted to have the support of homeopathy, um, you know, alongside Along with the medicine, the, with the medicine, mm -hmm. which, you know, you 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 don't see that often. You know, most people they are either or. Um, you know, I had a, I had a lady that, um, had cancer, uh, that was about three years ago. 
she came to me, she said, listen, I'm going to go through chemo and radiation. I'm going to do all of that. What I want your help with homeopathy is my mental and emotional mm. state. Oh, wow. I'm How insightful of her. It was amazing. And we worked together for a couple of years. She did all her uh, treatments and, she, you know, she was much better. And but every time she was like, Sarah, I, I I'm 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 in a place that I need to see you right now. But she was continuing with her, you know, full on yeah, uh, treatments. So, you know, this is I hope that I'm my hope is that, you know, the side of conventional medicine one day will realize that if we work together, <laughs> you know, right, we can have better results alongside yeah. each other. We can have so much better result in helping humanity. You know, as as we talked about it initially, homeopathy will help humans, our our you know, our species to evolve to become better human beings, more compassionate, seeing things from a different, uh, in, in a different light. And, and, you know, it changes our false perceptions about reality. You know, it's, it's, this is another example, like of you, you, you see a client that comes in and, um, says for, for whatever reason, let's say, I don't know, again, let's use the example of migraines and says, you know, I feel like everybody as at work is jealous of me because I'm always, you know, exceeding at my work and everybody's, you know, they want to take me down and you know where I'm going with this. Yes, right? I do. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's that person's perception, right? That's that person's perception. And then, and, and then with the homeopathic remedy, you see them, they come in the follow-up sessions and you ask them, so how's work right now? And she says, yeah, people have changed, you know, <laughs> right. The people change, not her, the people, <laughs> everybody around is so much nicer, but that's the reality. You know, we change our perception about what's around us, the world around us. It's, it's, I you used know. to get that with, um, I had three, three patients actually back in the day. And it was so funny. It was within a matter of weeks and all three of them kind of had a similar reaction all being, you know, treated for something totally different, different remedies, the whole shebang. Yeah. That they each at some point at their second or third visit said to me, did my husband call you? <laughs> right. Did you, did you talk to my husband? And it's like, no, I, I can't. It's confidential. I can't talk to anybody. What do you mean? Oh, he's different. He's just acting way better. I'm like, oh, is he now? He's acting way better. Right. And then, yeah, you get a chuckle out of it, but that just goes to show you, you know, beyond the scrapes and bruises and the asthma and the whatever, the colds and flus, that the depths of this medicine goes into treating, and it's so subtle, goes into treating that like that underlying state or that false perception, as we call it. Yeah. And then suddenly your world looks different, but not because the world changed. It's because the way you're viewing your world changed. Exactly. We subtly exactly. adjusted that. We subtly pushed it into health. We subtly moved your, you know, vitality into a, a healthier, uh, place. And that's, what's so like almost magical and beautiful about this medicine that so few people understand really. Yeah. Just to witness that, you know, one patient at a time, it's, it's, it's beautiful, beautiful to see that. I remember my first, very first, um, uh, patient after I graduated, it was this lady that, um, was going through a rough patch, uh, in her marriage. Like she, she had, 
so many, so many troubles in her marriage. Husband had, you know, affairs, you know, and she, she was, she kept staying and staying and feeling worse, you know, physically, she was not feeling like her digestive system was a mess. And, and uh, it's interesting because, you know, when you're just graduated from school, you think you can just, you know, heal the world, you know, but we got uh, the power. yeah, we got the power. Exactly. It was a very, very long, she still, she still calls me, you know, once in a while and uh, we chat, but I remember after about six months, we working together, she messaged me and, and then she's the kind of person that every time she has this aha moment whether it's like midnight or you know six in the morning she sends me a text message (laughs) and she messaged me she's like um I've decided I'm gonna leave him (laughs) that's huge I'm like after and they had like three kids and they were married for uh for a long time you know kids were all grown up and she's like yeah I think I think I need to uh, find my own power and I need to just be independent of him at least for a while um, because I've lost myself and I was like looking at this message I'm like whoa <laughs> did I just break up break a marriage right now but but that's what happened you know she was feeling stuck in that place of I'm powerless and I can't move anywhere and I can't do anything I'm I'm not independent. I'm dependent on my husband for, you know, whatever support. So he can go out and do whatever he wants, but I can just, I have to stay here because I'm stuck. I don't have a place Mm. to go. I don't have a way to free myself. And when she did that, and she did that, she actually left. And interesting thing is the marriage didn't break up. Um, They started working it out. Beautiful. Yeah, because it just allowed her to cease with new eyes. Yes. Right? So you can find a solution when you're looking at something from a new perspective, you can find better solutions to it. Yeah. 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 I have so many stories like that from like, you know, my own history, but also even with myself, like my own personal stories. And, um, you know, I always tell people like I came to homeopathy, um, even though I don't practice it traditionally, like I used to, I mean, I have, I have coaching clients. I do a lot of relationship uh, coaching, mostly, you know, helping people heal with, from relational, you know, trauma and breakups. Um, but I do a lot of that and I incorporate homeopathy, same with health coaching. Mm -hmm. I incorporate the homeopathy. You can't get away from it because I came and I always tell people the story. I came to homeopathy as a total skeptic, I was seeing a naturopath and she had studied like naturopaths do study some homeopathy, but she had gone the extra mile to really study more the way we like how we specialize in it. Mm -hmm. And she had said to me that I had liver congestion, but along with the liver congestion that I had probably a lot of repressed anger. And I thought, well, that's probably not incorrect. You know, I was was like 25 (laughs) at the time or something. Um, And I remember she gave me these little white pills uh, called Staphysagria, you know, the remedy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She said, don't take them at work. I want you to take them after work um, when you have some alone time. And I'm like, whatever. I'm like, what are these white little pellets going to do? Like, come on. I'm an educated person. Come on. Anyways, I ended up waiting until after work. I couldn't wait till I got home. So I'm like, I'm just going to pop them in the car. Who cares? What's the harm? What's it going to do? Oh, my God. I just, on the way home, I I don't even know how it happened, but I started crying and sobbing and it wasn't even tears. It was just, I was angry and I didn't know who I was angry at, but it was just coming out. And 
I got to my driveway and I was like, what the hell was in these things? <laughs> and that's when I started, like, I think I went to the, back then we used to go to the library. I went to the library. I went to the bookstore. I bought like, you know, I got all kinds of books on what is homeopathy? What is this medicine? Because to me, it was so amazing that tiny little, you know, pellets that were, you know, had this coating on them, right. With, with this energetic medicine, like what the hell is that? Right. At the time (laughs) I was like, what's energy medicine. Um, it was amazing to me how deeply and profoundly they could affect my emotional state. And I, you know, from, I was hooked. Right. And then I, you know, I did a, a series of other, you know, forays into education before, um, I decided to start in homeopathy college, but it's amazing. And to this day, even if I don't, you know, practice traditionally, this is why you're on the team and you're doing amazing things. Um, <laughs> I still use it. I use it because I've seen it heal broken hearts. I've seen it have people release grief that they've been holding on to for so long. And like you said, you know, heal marriages or even have them, you know, go their separate ways because that's what was supposed to happen. Like there's so much, um, you know, God, what's the word? It's just so profound what we can it's, see happen. It's very, it's very profound. And and um, I don't know how much time we have, but I just remembered talking about grief. I just remembered my own personal experience. Mm. Um, again, I a couple of years ago, I was going through something, you know, I had a business and things weren't working out. And I was in this crossroad that I had to let it go or or stay there and and just face the consequences and I remember that it was really hard for me to let it go because I put everything all my heart and soul into that into that business and my friend which you know are uh, you know uh, Paula um, she's another brilliant homeopath she was visiting me in Vancouver and we were talking about this um, this whole situation that I was in and I suddenly broke down and started crying. I was actually on the floor, curled up, sobbing, and like could not catch my breath. I was, I, I don't know where this was coming from. It wasn't like, it wasn't just that. It was this, this, this feeling of like complete sadness, you know, utter mm. sadness and and I, I was, you know, hyperventilating as I was crying. And she went and grabbed my homeopathic kit. I have a little kit, like for emergencies. And she took a remedy. <laughs> she put it. She put it in the water. She's like, take this. And so, you know, when when I'm in my in that place, I can't see myself. I can't see of what course. state I'm in, right? And I'm like, in my, you know, crying and sobbing. I'm like, what are you giving me? What is this? And then she's like, it's it's what you need. Just take it. <laughs> you know? Just listen to Auntie Paula. <laughs> so I had I had a and she put it in water. So I had I had a couple of sips and I kid you not, Paula. Um uh, Gio, it's it I felt this, it was like water on fire. It just calmed me down mm. within five minutes. I could sit up and I'm like, did you give me Ignatia? Like, I, I just remembered, right? Because I was grieving, grief remedy, I was yeah. grieving the loss of something that I had put so much into and I loved so much. And so I took that remedy throughout the week. 
Um, I repeated Was it Ignatia? Did she tell it was, you? Yeah, yeah, it was Ignatia. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there's so many stories. I mean, I can go on forever. I mean, you just reminded me of a story about when I had my gallbladder surgery and I was didn't realize I was detoxing off of all the morphine they gave me and I was having horrible dark thoughts and like just bad. But I had the wherewithal to realize that this wasn't me. Yeah. And I remember calling my homeopath. And again, when you're in it, you, you can't prescribe for yourself. So I called her and she was like, oh yeah, this is what's happening. You're just, these are side effects of all the morphine they gave you. And now you're coming off of it and made sense. And uh, I just, I have dark, like I just a dark cloud, right? Yeah. Which if anyone's listening that's ever had opioids, this is what happens when you, you know, detoxify from mm-hmm. them or come off of them rather. Anyway, so she gave, she told me what to take. I had it. I just happened to have it. Um, I don't even think I put it in water. I took it dry. And like, literally it was like somebody took the the veil off from yeah. my eyes within minutes. I was like, oh, there I am. There, there There's my old <laughs> self again. <laughs> So, I mean, we could talk forever, Sarah, because we both have so many stories personally and from our, you know, patients, uh, past and current, et cetera. Um, I'm so happy that you came on to have this conversation. And for those of you listening, I'm sure you can hear that Sarah and I can geek out on this probably for another three hours, <laughs> but we have a time limit. <laughs> yes, yes. Um, but if any of you are listening and you're curious, we've piqued your curiosity and you want to know if this can work for you, Sarah, like I mentioned before, is one of our Blue Hive practitioners. You can find all about her and her services on bluehivehealth.com. Sarah, I really appreciate you being here and um, being an advocate for this medicine and yeah i love you girl thank you so much (laughs) thanks for having me and giving me the opportunity thanks for listening to the blue hive healthcast did you get an insight from this episode or learn something new consider sharing it with a friend if you love the show we'd appreciate it if you subscribed via itunes or wherever you listen to your favorite shows and give us a rate and review Visit us at bluehivehealth.com for more information on our programs and services.